living in victory. You ought to shout like you've got it and have the faith tonight. I've got it. Come on, don't stop. Let's worship. Let's praise. I'm looking forward to hearing the preaching, but let's just spend some time in the presence of the King, worshiping and praying. of the Lord is already in this place. Amen. God bless you. You may return to your seats. We are asking Brother Thompson, Brother England, and uh, we're also asking Brother Nolan to make his way to the platform. These men are going to testify for us tonight. Also, Brother Harris, we're asking if you would make your way to the platform tonight. Amen. We're thankful for everyone that is here long journeys. I wonder while these men are making their way, if we could do this. If you are from the state of Texas tonight, would you stand? All right, we have some standing already back there. Amen. And doing that real quick, if we could, if you have an empty seat beside of you, could you please squeeze in? If you have an empty seat beside of you, could you please squeeze in? We have people in the back that do not have seats. If you could, squeeze in. We have some more people needing seats. Ushers, please help these folks in the back find somewhere to sit. All right, if we have anybody from the state of Louisiana tonight, could you stand? Woo! 
Amen. Anybody from the state of Mississippi tonight? Man, nobody wants to admit it. Where are they? Come on now. Anybody from Mississippi? Where are they at? All right. Woo! Alabama. Anybody from Alabama? All right. Anywhere else? Yell it out. If you're... Arkansas. Woo! All right. Well, we're glad everyone's here tonight. We're looking forward to a wonderful time in the Lord and a great time of fellowship afterwards. And we're just glad everybody made the trip. Looking forward to hearing from these wonderful men of God. We're asking that Brother Thompson would come and give us what's on his heart. Praise the Lord, everyone. Elliot, it's good to be at this youth rally. Elliot, among the youth, it makes me feel young. Elliot, but you know what? It was not just a few years ago. Well, maybe many, many years ago. I was where you was at. But I can tell you right now, if you can hold faithful to God, God will be faithful to you. Thank God for living for God. Thank God that as a young person, that I made up my mind, I'm going to live for God and I'm going to be saved. Hell yeah, this journey has been sweet. It's been wonderful. Hell yeah, because I've made up my mind to live for God as a young person. Hell yeah, I believe that in this crowd today, among all of this youth that's here today, that there is young people that when you make up your mind to live for God and sell out to God, there is no telling what God will do in your life. Hell yeah, there will be, I believe, missionaries that can come out from this crowd today. There will be the next evangelist that would brace, uh, raise the trails all over the interstates of America and preach the gospel and be successful and have great revival in this place today. Great pastors, great soul winners, great men and women of the church. Hell yeah, because somebody will have a made-up mind. As for me, I'm going to live for God. I'm not just uh, going by what mom and dad told me but I'm going to get a revelation of this one yard message for myself. And when I get a revelation of this truth, there will be nothing that will stop me, for I've got a made-up mind to live for God. Good to be here. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. And I was just sitting over here thinking, uh, sometimes I wonder why God called me to preach. I get about as nervous as a, jack, a grasshopper in a chicken pen. And, uh, but I'm very thankful to be able to greet you tonight. And I'm thankful to be able to worship the Lord. And thinking about the hour that we live in, you know, I, I guess I'm a pretty critical uh, young preacher. But I think about how uh, pressure-packed it is to be a young person. It's not been... Uh, I promise it's been a lot uh, less years for me than it has Brother Thompson. <laughs> Sorry, Elder. Uh, but since I've been in your seats, and I know what it's like, and uh, we live in a pressure-packed age. We live in an age that is uh, temptation on every side. And I was thinking about the Scripture in Revelation where the Bible tells us that the enemy has been cast down. And he says, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. 
Uh, and he, he's coming out with great wrath because he knows that he has but a short time. And thinking about the writer when Paul penned the words to Timothy, a young man under his ministry, under the gospel, uh, we know that Paul would write to him and say that evil men and seducers would wax worse and worse. This was a common thread, a theme that they understood times were going to get harder. And here we are all the way down in 2018. And uh, it's evil on every hand. And there's temptation everywhere. But thinking today of the words of Jesus that said, Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. There's always going to be a one God apostolic church. There's always going to be some people that make up their mind to live for God. Could I tell you tonight that in 2018, the blood is still available for forgiveness. You may have come to this rally tonight broken and beaten and battered. Amen. Torn down and condemned. But there's still blood at the altar for your forgiveness. Amen. There's still Holy Ghost outpouring that's being given to those that will call on His name to empower, to live right. I want to tell someone tonight that it's not hopeless. You can live for God. You can be saved. You can be victorious over sin. Tonight, if somehow you would let faith rise up within you, if you could get a hold of the Word of God and be sensitive to the Spirit of God, I want to tell you, you can leave tonight on the mountaintops of victory. Oh, hallelujah. I don't want to take too much time, but I just feel like someone needs persuaded that there's a young man or a young lady. You've fallen so many times, you feel like it's hopeless. You feel like you just can't make it. Oh, but tonight, Jesus Christ uh, is sufficient. The blood is sufficient. The altar's still sufficient. Hallelujah. If you'll dig into the Spirit, amen, all things are possible through Christ. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise if you're thankful for that mercy tonight. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. We're asking that Burferry Pentecostal Church, the group that is singing, would make their way to the platform right now. Amen. Burferry Pentecostal Church, please make your way to the platform. Brother Harris, God bless you. Come give us what's on your heart. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. How many are glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. How many are really glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Amen. It's good to be in the presence of the Lord. Give honor to the great host pastor and uh, looking forward to the great preacher, my dear friend, and uh, have much faith and confidence in him to preach the powerful word of God tonight. So glad to be in a youth service on a Friday night, amen, where God's spirit can be poured out in a time when people are looking for Identity. We're living in a world of identity crisis, and it's sweeping across the world and sometimes even in the church. And I get to looking even uh, this last several uh, studies on a message, got to looking into Japan. It was pretty interesting, and you began to look at their culture. And even on their social media outlets, their Instagrams, Facebooks, what have you, on their screens, they post their blood type. Um, they're very proud of it. In fact, if you look at the consumer market, they even market to certain drinks and colors and uh, apparel and clothing. Certain blood types like a certain drink. And they then meet together and they have meetings not based on their 
intellectual backgrounds, but based on their blood types. And they realize that they've got a lot in common by their blood type, and they're proud of their blood type. I don't know about you here tonight, but I'm glad on a Friday night in this apostolic church, amen, that we're glorified and gathered together by a blood type. And we consume things. The consumer market wants to push their agenda, but we know we're going to be consumed by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I'm glad tonight that when I look around at other young people, it's not people of different bloods and people of different different DNA, but we've all been blood-bought by the name of Jesus Christ. And we've all been bought into the blood. But I'm glad to be in the apostolic church tonight. Is there anybody glad to be and proud to be blood-bought that when they look at your life, there's the name of Jesus Christ. I'm Jay positive here tonight, and I'm proud about it. Somebody cut their hands, and let's love the Lord all over this house. Why don't we continue that all across the building? Did you bring some praise tonight? Amen. Did you come with some worship in your heart? They were singing about it just a few minutes ago. Has God been good to you? Come on. Has God planted you in a good family? Has God put you in a good church? Has he ever ever pulled you out of the miry clay and set your feet on a rock to say, Hey, man, I'm thankful for what I feel in the house tonight. Greetings from Burr Ferry Pentecostal Church. Hey man, I'm excited about what God is going to do here tonight. As the, as the uh, young men were talking, I was thinking about uh, the oneness of God. Deuteronomy 6 and 4, can I remind somebody tonight? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Amen. The prophet Isaiah had it figured out. He, he began to prophesy. Amen. He said, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. He was saying Jesus is going to be called the Mighty God. He said he's going to be known as the Everlasting Father. How can the Son be known as the Everlasting Father? Because on day number three, he rolled that old stone away. He laid off mortality. He took on immortality. He laid off that fleshly body. Amen. And he took on a glorified body. Are you thankful to know who Jesus is tonight? Are you thankful for an empty tomb tonight? Amen. For time that the devil sees that empty tomb, he's reminded that I messed up at Calvary. Amen. The devil messed up at Calvary. Why don't you turn to somebody and say the devil messed up at Calvary. Amen. When those ladies begin to go to that empty tomb, they went that day with sadness in their heart, but they left with gladness. Amen. They went, they they were looking at, at the end of a road. It was a hopeless situation. It was a helpless situation. Amen. But they left that day with praise in their heart. I believe that we can leave here a different way than what we came tonight. You may be facing a giant. You may be facing an insurmountable mountain. But can I tell you tonight, when you begin to call upon the name of Jesus, your situation can change. Amen. Why don't we give them a hand clap of praise as they begin to sing. Are you thankful to be in the house of God tonight? 
Just give the Lord another hand clap of praise right now. Hallelujah. Come on, that's what we're looking for tonight is that Holy Ghost fire to fall in our midst. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. you may be seated again. We're asking Brother TJ and Sister Caitlin got to make their way to the platform. Brother Joe Clay to just remain up here. And we're also asking Brother uh, Ricky Weed to make his way here. And Brother Tim James. And also we're asking uh, that Brother, uh, Brother Shields would make his way to sing tonight as these men are coming to testify. Amen. And we're having a good time in youth rally tonight. Hallelujah. Brother TJ and Sister Caitlin are the ones that head up our youth here. They do a wonderful job. They're the ones that organized all this, and it just really has gone off wonderful. And we are thankful that they are part of Jennings First Pentecostal Church. Amen. We want them to come tonight and greet you, and also they'll have a couple of quick announcements. Townley asked me if I would address the young ladies. Um, if I could leave you with anything today, I would leave you with the word stand. Um, if you haven't noticed, it's the theme of our youth rally, and um, it stands for stay true and never deviate. Um, there's a law, and it's called the stand your ground law. The stand your ground law is the justification in a criminal case whereby defendants can stand their ground and use force without retreating in order to protect and defend themselves or others against threats or perceived threats. So basically, the stand your ground law is the right to defend your home, possessions, family with the use of deadly force, such as weapons, without backing up in order to protect yourself or others. Um, in the Bible, David and Michael were both raised in Israelite homes, which means both of them knew who God was. Michael also knew about the anointing of God because her dad at one time had the anointing. However, in 2 Samuel 6, 16, it says, And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. Somewhere along the way, David got a hold of that anointing for himself, but Michal never did get a hold of that anointing. There is a devil, and he is out to steal, kill, and destroy. To every young lady in here, Satan desires to steal your innocence, he desires to steal your family. He desires to make you feel alone. And he wants to make you feel as though you're too far gone. But Satan is a liar. We must, we must stand our ground. Everyone in here is blessed to know God. A lot of you have been raised in this truth. But unfortunately, the path is narrow. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. We have to get a hold of it for ourselves. And then we must stand our ground. When the enemy tries to attack and tell you lies, apply that stand your ground law to your life. Use your spiritual weapons and don't back down. This is a battle, and we must stay true and never deviate. We must stand. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm glad on a Friday night that there's a group of young people in the surrounding area that is dedicated to God enough to come out on a Friday night and have church. Amen. Um, if I could say anything that would encourage a young person here tonight, it would be that um, God is not a God of limits, and we know that, but us and our humanity and our faults and our failures, um, 
we sometimes put limits on how far he can work in our life. Um, if we could get to the place where we understand that faith is the, the ingredient that takes the hand of God and allows it to completely work in our lives. The blood of Jesus has bought our redemption, our, um, our, our entrance into heaven, and we, uh, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm really nervous. <laughs> uh, I got some notes here, but it's, uh, I've never, it's a little bit different looking at all of y'all and, uh, not in the mirror, um, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> God's not a God that delights in punishment. He's not a God and delights in uh, punishing his children, but he is a God of mercy. Um, he understands our temptations. Uh, Hebrews 4 and 15 says, For we have not an high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities, but at all points he was tempted, yet without sin. He understands your temptations. He understands what you're going through. He knows your faults. He knows your failures. But he's not somebody that is just standing over you waiting to beat you with a stick. He wants you to reach up and grab his hand, and, and he's going to have mercy on you. He's going to save you. His blood purchased your redemption on Calvary. Amen. Um, again, I want to say thank, thank you to everybody that's here tonight. I do want to say a special thank you to all the people that made this youth rally possible, all our local church family everything. I, if we could give them a round of applause, they did an awesome job with this. Um, I'd like to say I'm thrilled to have the greatest pastor in Pentecost. I love you very much for the talent and hope to make you proud. Um, by way of announcements, we will have a gym after uh, service and uh, We'd like to invite everybody that would to come on over and uh, just have a good time of food and fellowship with us. Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Some very, very good testimonies right there. Amen. Whenever fire comes through, it never leaves anything the same. Everything changes when fire touches it. Some things are burnt up and they're reduced to ashes. And other things are only purified by the fire. Amen. Amen. Whatever fire touches, it changes it. I'm looking around here tonight, and I know that fire is affecting everybody in this house. And you are being changed in one way or another by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You might feel like the heat is a little bit more than you can bear. And you may feel like the fire is leaving you in a bad way, in a bad situation. But if you'll just let the fire of God purify you, you'll come out on the other side better. Amen. I just read uh, in the book of Jeremiah uh, recently where he said that there was a land that you said it was desolate, it had no inhabitants, it was completely destroyed. It was as if a fire had just overran the land. He said, but in, there is coming a day 
when you're going to hear the voice of those that are happy, those that are rejoicing, and you're going to hear the voice of those that say, praise the Lord. There's a fire going through this house tonight, and it's leaving a lot of things consumed and burned up. But there is going to be the voice of them that say, praise the Lord. I wonder, does anybody have a praise the Lord in this house? Can you survive the fire? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to the remainder of this service. I know that Brother Cox has fire. Amen. I know he has the truth to back it up. I'm, I'm ready to hear what God has to say. Amen. Thank you for putting on this wonderful youth rally. And thank you, everyone that's come to be here. We're just glad to be in the house of God with other people. Why don't you keep your hands in the air, keep your voices lifted up, and let God know, I feel that fire. Hallelujah. Come on, let's do that to the Lord. Just a few more minutes. Hallelujah. We thank you, mighty God. We praise you, mighty God. You are so holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to be in Jennings tonight with Brother Townley. Thank you for what you do for the young people. Thank you for giving us a safe place to go. I told our church they got a, they got a limit on the youth group, 35. I said, when I get 35, we're moving it to 45. When I get 45, we're moving it to 55. So I'm going to be a young person, so look forward to seeing me at all of these youth activities, youth services, because I'm going to be here. But the story is told that a man won a hunt in the jungles of Africa, and they was hunting, and they wake up every morning, and sitting outside, right beside where they built their fire is a pile of wood stacked up just like they stacked theirs. They done it two or three mornings, and they asked the guide, they said, what in the world is going on? Are y'all playing a trick on us or what are y'all doing? The guide said that there are monkeys sitting in the trees. They watch every move that you make. They build a pile of wood just like you do. But they don't have the fire that you have. This world is trying to offer us a fake religion. And they're trying to give us watered down worship. And they're trying to give us watered down praise. But when you walk into the house of God. And you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The writer said it's like a fire that is shut up in my bones. Don't judge my worship and my praise. Because you don't know where God reached down and pulled me out of. So when you come into the house of God. Don't hold back on worship. And don't hold back on praise because there's a fire that is set on the inside of us that we can't contain. Hallelujah. Come on. Don't let the enemy tell you that you don't have a fire. Don't let the enemy tell you that you don't have a praise because each and every one of us has a fire and we have a praise to God and he's come to not expecting us to worship and praise him. Let's do it a few more minutes. Come on, let's do that right now unto the Lord together. Hallelujah. Come on, could you build that fire a little greater right now? Come on, with your mouth, with your voice. Come on, could you close your eyes and lift your hands right now? Come on, allow the fruit of your lips to go forth as your praise right now. God, we love you. We worship you. Is anybody glad to be at Youth Rally tonight? What an honor it is to be here, Brother and Sister Townley, Brother and Sister Howell, this church family, putting on such a good 
night of worship, prayer, praise. And uh, I'm looking forward to the word of the Lord, Brother Cox preaching to us tonight. I came ready to have church. I came ready to see young people have church. Well, that's what I came for. I didn't come to be entertained. I didn't come for a show. I didn't come for a program. I came for a real sovereign move of the Holy Ghost. I want to see God work in this last hour. And I'm glad to be here. I am not old. I am just old-fashioned. And I have decided I am not old. It was a long trip up here tonight, but I am not old. But I'm glad to be here. Good to see all these young men and young ministry. What a good representation of young men. And um, from where I stand, it looks better looking out there than it does looking in the mirror. We're glad to be here tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's good to be here. And um, Brother James declares that he's not old. I didn't say I wasn't old. Amen. But uh, young Brother Weed just said when he gets 45, 50, so I guess we keep changing age because I'm, 54, so here we are. Thank you, Brother Townley, for the invitation to come tonight. What a great host of godly young people. There's probably a few ungodly ones among the crowd, but that's, that's why we got you here, try to help you. Amen. Looking forward to hearing Brother Cox tonight. Amen. The last time I heard him at Brother Weeks's a couple of years ago, he preached they had to repaint the building after that meeting because he preached the paint off the walls. Done an awesome job. I'm thankful that I love this truth. We're living in a world that is being dominated by a spirit of change. Um, it started several years ago. We heard it when Mr. Obama ran for president declared change. Everybody declares change. And uh, not all change is bad or wrong, but there are some changes that I don't, I don't care to make. The Bible said, meddle not with them that are given to change. I'm glad that I made up in my mind a long time ago that I made up in my mind to choose to serve the Lord. It's a choice. You'll make it. I've had to make it. Everybody here will have to make it. But I'm glad I made the right choice. I've never regretted the choice that I made, that I'm going to serve the Lord. Praise God. Aren't you glad? How many's made that choice tonight? The Bible said that Moses chose. Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God rather than enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. You can choose sin, but it's only for a season. But I'm thankful that what we're doing, you make the right choice, it's an eternal choice. Amen. Amen. I'm glad I made the choice to serve the Lord tonight. And if you're here tonight and you're kind of wondering what you're going to do, why don't this be a night? Why don't you let this be a night that you can look back in your life? Let it be a night of memorial for you. That you can look back on this night in 2018 in the month of May. That I made my mind up 
to live for God. Amen. I made the choice. I'm going to stand for the Lord, and I'm going to live for Him. I believe somebody can make that choice tonight in this place. I believe the Word of God is going to go forth. I believe the Word of God is going to go forth tonight. Amen. And you're going to have an opportunity to make that choice. Amen. Today I was just thinking, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and then sing, I reckon. But I was just thinking, and it just went through my mind, and somebody made mention to it a while ago. Amen. Your failure. Somebody may be here tonight, and the devil's on your shoulder saying, you failed. You failed, and you can't get up. No, you only fail if you don't get up. But your failure doesn't have to be final. And you can make your choice tonight to say, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to get this under the blood. And I'm going to live for God from this day on. Praise God. I feel a vein in the Holy Ghost tonight. Praise the Lord. I said I feel a vein in the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody can make the right choice tonight. Come on. Get up. If you've fallen, get up. Don't stay down. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all can play for me. Amen. I reckon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I don't know. I didn't even know I was going to have to sing until before service. Hallelujah. Brother Townley, I love you. You're my friend. I really do. I, I love Brother Townley. He's the real deal. Hallelujah. Let's try um, um, A flat. Hallelujah. Now, they've been singing all these new songs. And the Bible said sing a new song. I'm not, but I just got to I'm just going to sing an old one. Is that all right? Praise God. It's just what I, what I feel in my heart tonight. The blood that Jesus
all my doubts and it still calms my fears and this same blood dries all of my tears hallelujah it's still the blood and it gives me strength from For it. Sing it, oh, we reach it to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, it's still the blood, and it gives me strength from our sins and our shortcomings and our failures. Hallelujah. It's by that blood that we are purchased. And it's because of his mercy that we are not consumed. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful, young people, for that precious blood? Hallelujah. Can you feel the power of the Holy Ghost moving through this house tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're asking now that uh, Brother Hare would make his way to the platform. Brother Beard would make his way to the platform. And Brother Arsenault would make his way to the platform to testify. And, uh, looking forward to hearing from these men of God, asking that the ushers would prepare to receive the offering tonight. And for a, a just a quick announcement, we know that it was on the advertisements and on Facebook, social media, that there would be a talent show due to uh, unforeseen circumstances. The talent show has been canceled for this year, but we... Uh, we do still have the gym available, and that will be available immediately following altar call. And there is more announcements to do with that in just a few minutes. Amen. God bless you. Looking forward to hearing from these men tonight. Brother Arsenal, would you come tonight and give us what you have from the Lord? Amen. Is anybody glad to be here in this youth rally tonight? feeling the presence of the Lord. I was reading the other day, and it was a, a book about David, and it was very early on in the book, and they were discussing a, um, a land that the Israelites had been promised. But David was so confused, even as a 12, 13, 14-year-old boy, he was so confused as to why the people of God did not possess the land. And he was talking with an elder that, that was in his life in the book, and he said, I'm, I'm just so confused that we're the people of God but yet we don't have that land. And the elder, he begins to tell him, he said, maybe it just is the fact that we have the army and we have a, a bunch of men, 
but it doesn't just take a bunch of men. It takes an army of faith. And I wonder, I, didn't, I came here on purpose tonight to have a move of God and for God to make a difference in my life and in your life. And I wonder tonight that if we can come together in an army of faith, the Bible says where two or three agree that he's going to be in the middle of them. But we've got much more than two or three tonight. And I wonder if we could come together clapping and lifting our hands. And God, we want you to move in this house. If you've come with expectation, put your hands together right now. Lord church. Amen. It feels good in the house of the Lord. Amen. I love this church family. Thank you for all that you've done in putting this together. Thank you, Brother Howe, for your hard work. And I really love and appreciate my pastor, Brother Townley. Amen. I give you double honor tonight. Amen. Thank God for good men of God. Amen. A good, strong man in my life. I give honor to all the ministry. Love and appreciate each one of you. And uh, thank you for your special place, each one's special place in my life as you've ministered to me and helped me uh, throughout these years. Amen. I love living for God. Amen. I love living for God. I've been thinking of, of late uh, this one thought about, or these two words, the moment, the moment, the moments in our lives, the things that happens, it's a lot of good. And there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of bad moments we don't want to remember. There's a lot of good moments we try to duplicate. We can't ever get back to that exact moment again. But I, I believe in this place tonight, and I, you could feel such a sweet presence of the Holy Ghost that's in here, that there, there's some moments that God's getting ready to make and to work in some lives we look back in the beginning as the moment God created the heavens and the earth. We look at the moment they mention, and we remember it so well, a reading of David dancing before the ark. We think of the moment that Jesus walked on the water. And I look in my life, and I can remember the moment as a young man that I made up my mind that I really wanted to live for God. I can remember the moment as an adult when I finally was willing to give in and say, Yes, Lord, I'll do what you want me to do. And it's a special moment that I never forget that changed me forever. And tonight there's some moments that God wants to make in this service. Amen. But it's up to us that in our moment we transition, that we change from this flesh and to the spirit as God would move and he would draw and he would reach for us. Because every person in here, including me, can leave with a brand new moment that I can go home and I can build upon. And I can say, well, devil, you may have tried to defeat me, but I was able to stand. Amen. It was a moment that I heard that word. It was a moment that I felt that touch of the Holy Ghost that changed me. Not just right now, but it's going to impact me from days and years to come. Amen. And I'm looking tonight for that moment to take place in my life and in every life in here. Again, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Amen. Why don't we give this church, again, a hand clap. Thank them for everything they do. Praise the Lord, everybody. It is a privilege to be in Jennings tonight. This wonderful 
apostolic youth rally, and uh, I also give high honor to my wonderful friend, Brother Townley. Uh, he's such a Christian example and a tremendous strength to this Gulf Coast Apostolic Fellowship. We appreciate him and the family that he has uh, made with the help of Sister Townley. We love them and uh, so glad to see the proof of a man's ministry, in large parts what he's raised and, and uh, what beautiful, godly three children he has, Megan and Madison, Mariah, and adopted Jake. He just had to deal with that. But we love the Townley family, don't we? Aren't you happy that you got this great strength in our fellowship? We, we, uh, we were talking Wednesday night, and I uh, said, we're going to see our friends. And I looked in every section, I believe. If you're from Moss Bluff, stand up if you don't have jewelry on or something. Uh, yeah, let's hear where you, look at that. Isn't that wonderful? Thank God. Hallelujah. These are our friends, and uh, amen, and we, we, appreciate, we appreciate them very much and want to show ourselves friendly, but we, we uh, like Brother Beard was saying, these are the times of your life. You're not realizing that these, this is one of the moments you'll look back and say, you remember I was sitting by Brock Thompson at Youth Rally 10 years ago. Yeah, uh, look over to somebody, tell them, you're going to remember me 10 years from now. That's right. And that's all right. This is where you make memories at. This is better than going to a ball game to try to meet up with people. That's right. Better than the Kentucky Derby. You couldn't afford her hat if you was at the Kentucky Derby. And you wouldn't like your purchase after you got it anyway. I'm glad to be with apostolic young people loving the Lord. We're here to laugh together, shout together. We're going to go to heaven together. And, and uh, matter of fact, these preachers from down here, we have a prime opportunity. If you're looking for a good husband or a good wife, that's what youth camp's going to help you do. You register, and they can't leave for four straight days. You can chase them all across the road and back across. But... Uh, it's going, to be, it's going to be July the 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, right down the road here in Crowley. And then junior camp's going to be the next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe July 30th through August 1st. Brother Taylor Strain will be preaching that. Brother P.J. White is going to be preaching senior camp. Brother Looper, tell them who the other preacher is going to be. Y'all listen real carefully. Brother Phil White from Burbank, <laughs> California. That's right. And if he can't make it, we're going to have Brother Looper do the preaching for him. We're going to have a great time. Are you in love with church? Come on, I hope you didn't get made to come. We came here for a reason. We came here because we wanted to. Holy Ghost is going to move tonight. Let's lift our, our voice and clap our hands to the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name. having a good time in youth rally tonight. Amen. It's all right to laugh. I can uh, promise you you're going to have 
Always have a good time when Brother Hare and Brother Looper are around. Amen. <laughs> we, uh, tonight, Brother Darren Spell is going to come make the announcements. And there's a little bit of, of humor behind this. Brother Darren is the one that really keeps everything flowing and together as far as uh, organizing things. And he'll give a service list and sheet. And uh, I'll be, if I can't manage to mess up a list while reading it. And uh, it's kind of a joke that Brother Darren has a radio voice, so we just allow him to do the announcements and keep everything organized and flowing so I don't tell you that there's uh, flyers on the foyer instead of telling you that there's... I mix everything up. So we love Brother Darren. We're thankful for what he does, organizing men's conference, organizing youth rally, just keeping us all put together. And we want him to come tonight and give the announcements, and then the ushers will receive the offering. Everybody say, God bless Brother Darren. So by way of announcements, <laughs> no. um, if you want to save the date for next year's youth rally, it will be Friday, May the 3rd, 2019. Everyone say Friday, May 3rd. Friday, May 3rd. Back here at the Grand Marais. And then also uh, Mid-South Apostolic Men's Conference. The dates are going to be January 11th and 12th of 2019. And that will be Pastors Tim James, who we heard from earlier, uh, Pastor Johnny Godare and Pastor Kenny Godare will be preaching that meeting, and that's January 11th and 12th. And uh, for the next two announcements, this is one time in church. If you'd like to pull out your phone, you can for the next two. Um, any pastors and youth leaders, if you are not on our mailing list and you would like to be on the list for the youth rally or men's conference, either one, you can text the word LIST to 337-806-8989. Again, that's LIST to 337-806-8989. Also, as Brother TJ said, after service, the Church of Christ gym will be open until 2 o'clock a.m. If you'd like directions to the gym, you can also text that. Text the word directions to 337-806-8989. Again, directions to that phone number. If you're not able to get a signal here in the church, here in the building, you can do that afterwards. Um, on the outside, also, they will be posting it on the screens again after the service and on the screens in the foyer so you should be able to find directions or get one of us and we'll give them to you also i do see why they asked me to do the announcements the next two are selling something so uh, nuggles is set up in the side room they have new clothing inventory logos pins and men's socks for sale after the service also the youth from uh, oakdale apostolics will be selling hair sticks after the service in the side room and then apparel 238 uh, has info in the foyer uh, for all of your uh, needs there. You can check out that. And then also after service, all of the preachers. You're invited to go to Bourbon Street after the service with Brother Townley. And then also, if you would help us out immediately after service, if you could, uh, once altar service and all is over, if you could pick up your chairs and stack them in stacks of 10, please. It would definitely help a lot. So thank you. God bless. Amen. Ushers, you come. Let's receive our offering tonight. God bless you as you give it to the Lord. Does anybody love the name tonight? Amen. Has anybody been buried in the name tonight? We love you. We thank you, God.
Amen. Why don't you join with somebody near you? Let's pray together right now. Lord, we thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your touch. We thank you, God, for what you've done already. We thank you, God, for hearts united together with one desire, that is to see you have your way and to exalt and lift up your wonderful name. Work your will. Finish what you've started, God. We trust you and believe you to do it. In the name of the Lord, amen, amen, amen. What a joy it is to be able to introduce to you tonight evangelist Nathan Cox. We love and appreciate him very much. It's a pleasure to have his family with us. Um, Jennings is their home, and uh, we're so happy uh, that they're a part of our local assembly, and they're out doing the work of God. And uh, Brother Cox has um, certainly shown himself approved of God, favored of the Lord, doing the work of the evangelists, and uh, many souls are being reaped through his ministry, and many churches are being strengthened. And I want you to know it's a joy to have you home to preach this youth rally. I love you. We love Sister Allison Cox tonight, um, and uh, Noah, their son, and Madeline, their daughter. What a wonderful, beautiful family. We love you. We want you to come give us what God has given to you. How many is ready to receive the word of the Lord? Praise the Lord, everybody. Anybody glad you know who Jesus is? Anybody got the Holy Ghost still excited about it tonight? Hallelujah. Come on, are you glad he called you out of darkness? Into his marvelous light. Praise God. Very quickly turn to the book of Judges. We'll read one verse in chapter 13, then we'll finish in chapter 16. I'm honored to be here and give honor to Jesus. I'm so glad he's here. He's the reason we're all here. And uh, honor all the ministry represented here. So many friends, several pastors here that have had the Cox family come be with you and had me preach for you. Blessed us in other ways. And I want to publicly say thank you. Uh, the Cox family appreciates it so much, your kindness to us. And uh, there's people here from Abbeville. Just about everything I preach in the South, they show up. I was there praying with them the night they prayed through back when I lived in Abbeville. And uh, they're still living for God and have a great pastor, Brother Franklin, who is my friend. And it's good to see them here tonight. Really glad my beautiful wife and children are with me. They don't always get to travel with me when I fly, but they did this time. And my world's just a lot better when she's around. Praise God. And uh, young single men, hold on. Your day's coming. Hallelujah. My parents, I believe, are listening tonight. I give them honor. They prayed for me, put up with me, pastored me, wept over me, shook their fist at me, taught me to love this truth, and I'm thankful to them for that. And give honor to Pastor Townley. God put him in my life, and he gave me balance. Brother Townley has allowed me to make Jennings my home. He's been a strength and a help to me and my family in ways that I wouldn't even have time to tell you. And I'm indebted to him, and I love him and his family, and I love the Jennings Church, and I give honor to all the saints of God that are here tonight. These young people did a tremendous job with the music, and uh, I, just, I just love seeing young people determined to live for God. Yes. Praise God. Had a strong burden on my heart for this service the last few weeks. 
I truly feel God's going to move in a mighty way tonight. I've come here to reach. I've come here to dig. I've come here in the hopes that with the help of God, we're going to pull somebody back from the edge. Let this be a make or break service. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Come on, I, I, I know what time it is, but the world's barely getting started. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Why don't we just make up our mind? We're going to let God do what he wants to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You feel that in the atmosphere tonight. God's going to do a work in our midst. Praise God. Judges chapter 13, verse number 25. The Spirit of the Lord began to move him. This is speaking of Samson. I don't have time to read all the verses. I'm going to rely on some of your knowledge of Samson. Hello, praise the Lord. All right. I can preach without it, but it'll just really kill me. Praise God. I'm going to rely on some of your knowledge of Samson tonight because I don't want to make you stand for three chapters. But I do believe God's going to help us. So we're talking about Samson. Let's read verse 24. The woman bare a son and called his name Samson. The child grew. The Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtaol. Judges chapter 16, we'll begin reading at verse 15. He is in Delilah's house. She has tempted him multiple times. She said unto him, How canst thou say, I love thee, when thine heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times, and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. Came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words, urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart, said, There hath not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the Lord to the Philistines, saying, Come up this once. For he hath showed me all his heart, and the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought money in their hand. She made him sleep upon her knees. She called for a man and caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. Then she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. He awoke out of his sleep, said, I will go out as at other times before, and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him, put out his eyes, brought him down to Gaza, bound him with fetters of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. He said, I will go out as at other times before. And I want to preach to us tonight as at other times, as at other times. Would you lay your Bibles down? Would you lift your voice and pray that the Holy Ghost would move these next few moments? Come on, let's not whisper. Let's not mumble. Would you close your eyes to remove distractions? Let's see how loud you can lift your voice. I need somebody to pray right now. Come on, from the front to the back. Every child of God, open your mouth and pray. The Holy Ghost is going to move in this house. 
Come on, come on. Lift your voice a little higher right now. Somebody remove every distraction. Remove every hindrance. Come on, let the liberty of the Holy Ghost move right now. Come on, there it is. God, let there be an old-time anointing. God, let there be a conviction that would break every chain. God, I pray right now the Spirit of God would begin to move on every heart, every life. God, anoint this congregation. Anoint my lips. Come on, I feel something already happening right now. Somebody's got God's attention. Let's take the next 30 seconds and just respond to what you're feeling right now. Praise God. You may be seated. As at other times. In 1964, Ronald Reagan was campaigning for then-Republican presidential candidate Barry Goldwater. And he made this statement that so impacted me. He said, if we don't act now, we will be known as the generation that had the most to lose but did the least to preserve it. I feel that is true about this generation of apostolic young people. We've got a lot riding on us. The time for action is now. We are living in exciting times. We are living in the last of the last days. I believe that in my spirit. I believe that we're at the end of the last days. I believe that we are the ones that are watching and will continue to watch prophecy that has been prophesied for years of the last days it's unfolding right now, and it will continue to unfold. And as of late, the urgency, the intensity of the end times have been upon me. As I've been realizing, we really don't have as much time as we think we do. We are that generation upon whom the ends of the world have come. We cannot afford. And I was thinking about this the other day, Brother Townley, and this grieved me as I began to think about how many people in multiple youth groups in my generation that are not even in the church today, that there are whole youth groups from my generation where only one or two are left still living for God and still in the church, and the majority of them are backslid. Their lives are messed up. They've got addictions. They've got problems. Uh, and I thought, God, we cannot afford to have the same casualties in this generation that we had in the last generation. We can't afford to lose one more young person. We can't afford uh, to let one more youth group come to the end of their generation and there only be one or two left that still got a hold of something. Uh, but somewhere, somehow, something's got to get down in our spirit uh, that says, I'm going to live for God. Come on, it's time to get with it. It's not time to be playing games with God. It's not time to be on the edge. It's not time to be shy and quiet. But we need a revival of boldness and fervency to baptize this generation like never before. Come on, can I just preach a little while today? It's time to get seriousness about living for God. I feel like God wants to break some young people out of a rut, out of complacency. I'm ready to see the gifts of the Spirit working in this generation. I'm tired of just the elders being used in the gifts. I'm ready to see young men and young women that have got a mantle. Come on, I feel something happening right now. 
I've got a little ways to preach, but I feel something happening already. I'm telling you, the time is upon us. It ain't time to play church. It ain't time to figure out what side you're on. It ain't time to play worship. It ain't time to play with prayer. It's time to get involved. It's time to worship like you've never worshiped in your life. It's time to pray like you've never prayed in your life. We've got to have a move of God every single service. Oh, somebody lift your hands and worship him right now. Why don't somebody get on board early tonight? Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, I feel God talking to somebody right now. I've come to pull a young person back from the edge. We cannot afford to sustain the same amount of casualties that we have sustained from our youth groups. I know young people that used to sing songs with us that were in my Sunday school class that grew up hearing the one God message but are strung out on drugs today. Their lives are messed up. We cannot allow that to happen in this generation. We've got too much riding on us. We've got to have a move of God. We... Come on, I feel like preaching something into some young people tonight. It's time to get a hold of prayer like you've never prayed in your life. We need praying young ladies. We need praying young men. We don't need dead young men. We don't need dead young ladies in the Holy Ghost. We don't need how good you look. We need your anointing. Come on, I feel something happening right now. Praise God, praise God. You may be seated. Many of you have the same testimony that I do, that you were raised in an apostolic church. And by the way, that's not a negative. That's not a negative. I am sick of this spirit of hell telling our apostolic young people that you've been deprived and you missed out because you didn't get to play on the ball team and you didn't get to go here and do that. That's a lie from hell. You are blessed. Come on, I thought I'd have some moms and dads with the preacher right now. The most blessed people in the world are people that have only ever known moves of the Holy Ghost. Don't cry for me, brother. I was raised in this, and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. There are some scars I don't have on my life because I was raised in an apostolic home. You ought to thank God every day. Somebody brought you to the house of God. Somebody taught you Acts 238. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. I am sick of this spirit. I'm just poor, pitiful young person. I can't do all this stuff. You are the most blessed generation to be able to say, I've been untouched by the scars of hell. I have been raised in a house where the presence of God was there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've not been deprived. You're blessed. You're blessed. One of the dangers faced by those raised in this truth, and I'm going to be very transparent tonight, and if that just hinders me, then it's going to have to hinder me. But I'm going to deal with some stuff here. I don't want to just get you hyped up. But one of the dangers faced by those of us that were raised in this truth, a danger that I dealt with in my teenage years, and a danger that I sometimes see grabbing a hold of people that have been in the church for a long period of time, is that we've been around the move of God so much, and we've been in the presence of God so much, that if we're not careful, we become used to church. We become used to the 
things of God. We become used to the moves of the Holy Ghost. And so many times those of us that grew up hearing the gospel preached become so familiar with the tenets of this apostolic life and all that it entails that we don't always see the value of it. It becomes commonplace. And church just becomes something we do. And the gospel just becomes something we know instead of the cherished life-saving power that it is. And it can become so familiar to us that we really don't think all that this truth entails really is that big a deal because it's just it's just what we're used to. It's just how we're raised. All I've ever known. I don't know. I've never been to a church that was preaching Trinitarian doctrine in the pool. All I've ever known is the oneness of the Godhead. All I've ever known is Acts 2.38. All I've ever known is there's only one way to be baptized, and it's in the name of Jesus. All I ever knew was hearing people talking in tongues. You ought to thank God, young people, if this is all you've ever known. All I knew was prayer. All I knew was holiness. All I knew was shouting on Sunday night. All I knew was our young ladies didn't cut their hair and didn't wear jewelry and didn't wear makeup, and men didn't wear skirts. I just knew that's what apostolics did. I just knew apostolics don't watch TV. We don't play on the ball teams. I mean, that's just the way our apostolic family did it. We didn't keep up with sports and we didn't go to the games. We didn't, we didn't worship the idols of this world. That's just how all apostolics lived. You know, just the normal everyday life. I was raised being very familiar with this holy living. Boy, I hope I didn't lose somebody right there in an apostolic youth service. I am sick and tired of the world being allowed to say whatever they want and everything's fine. But let somebody start naming sin. Let somebody start dealing with issues. Let somebody talk about effeminacy in Pentecost. Let's... Come on, I'm going to preach to this generation. You better get some guts in your spirit and figure out who you are and what you believe, brother, because there's a spirit of hell. That's trying to get you to a place where you don't have power and you don't have salvation. Huh? But you're in a place right now, you've got something better than the ball game has. going to lock up because the preacher's name and stuff. Praise God. Let me just preach for a little while. I learned how to get on Sunday night and shout and feel the presence of God. And then a few days later, slip around and involve myself in things I shouldn't be involved in. Don't get nervous. I'm telling my story tonight. I knew how to run the aisles and get involved in stuff I had no business being involved in. I knew what it was like to fit the bill because I'd been around it so long. Oh, yeah. I could say amen when the preacher was preaching against stuff I was doing and still do it. Confession time in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And I knew I can just go back to church. And I can just cry a little bit and do my little jig. And everything's good to go. And I can just go back to keep living how I really wanted to live. I'm preaching to young people right now in this building that that's how you're living while I'm preaching. And I'm being transparent tonight because I want you to know I've been there and you can come out of it. 
Come on. Uh, too many times those raised in the church uh, don't cherish the convictions uh, that their parents hold uh, because you don't know what it's like to be delivered from drugs and alcohol uh, and addictions. Uh, and so you look around at all this belief and say, I don't understand the value of it. Uh, is it really that big a deal? Uh, somewhere there's got to be a reckoning day. Uh, you've got to get a hold of it uh, and realize uh, this is valuable. God, somebody lift your hands and love him right now. I've, Holy Ghost talking to some young people right now. Come on, young people. I've come to help you. I've come to be your best friend for the next few minutes. Come on. Too many times we don't cherish uh, all the tenets of this apostolic way uh, because we don't have testimonies uh, of coming out of the world and coming out of sin. Uh, we don't know what it's like to live in false doctrine. Uh, we don't know what it's like to live in the pits of hell. Uh, and so we don't realize the value uh, and all these things that go with how we're living. Uh, and you begin to get in a dangerous place uh, when you're trying to live off of somebody else's convictions without ever making them your own. God, give us a revival of personal convictions. Come on. I don't live this way because my pastor tells me to. This is mine. This is mine. This is my conviction. There's a danger in trying to live off of somebody else's vow. This was Samson's problem. He was living a vow that was never made his vow. Come on, can I just preach to some young people right now about where we're living? I am tired of shouting, being a cover-up for how you're really living. Come on, don't look at me like I don't know what I'm preaching. I lived it. I was there. Huh? And I know it's not everybody in this building. Huh? And I hope I'm preaching to a minority tonight. Huh? But we cannot afford the casualties huh, that we had in the last generation to take place one more time. Huh? You've got to get something more than a hand clap. You've got to get something more than a shaking of the fist. You've got to get the vow and make it your vow. Huh? Make it. Come on, Simpson. Come on, Simpson. You've got to say what my parents vowed is my vow. What my. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. Come on, you feel that? Come on, that's conviction. That's God trying to wake somebody up tonight. Come on. Simpson never made a place where he said, This is my vow. And when you're only ever living by somebody else's convictions, it ain't that big deal if you break them every once in a while. Because you don't really see the harm in breaking them when they're not your convictions. I didn't ask to be raised this way. I didn't ask to be an apostolic. Yeah, but thank God you aren't raised in a drug-induced, drug-addicted home either. Hey, Samson, it was mom and daddy's convictions uh, that allowed you to have the power and the anointing that you feel every time you come here. Come on, I wish I had some parents that would praise God right now. Samson had a call of God on his life. Samson had a call that nobody before or since ever had. 
power that was never given to anybody else. God had something special for him. But he didn't realize the one thing that preserves it was the one thing he kept playing with. God, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody. He kept playing with it. It didn't mean anything to him. He didn't make the vow. He's not the one that made the commitment. It was made before he entered this world. Samson, you're a Nazarite. Uh, we've taken the vow. This is how you live. This is what we do. Uh, we don't drink strong drink. Uh, we don't eat unclean thing. We don't handle or touch a dead carcass. Uh, no razor comes to the head. Uh, this is what's going to happen. And if you'll keep the vow, the power of God will work in your life. Uh, it was a vow of separation uh, and consecration to God. Uh, it was a vow of restraining himself uh, from worldly pleasures. Uh, but time and again... Uh, Samson either breaks the vow uh, or continually pushes the limits of the vow. Uh, he kills a lion uh, and he comes back to the dead carcass that he's not supposed to touch and takes the honey out of the thing he's not supposed to touch and violates the vow twice, touching the dead carcass and eating the honey from the dead carcass. And he knows it, so he don't even tell his parents because he knows they wouldn't approve because they've kept the vow. I am going to dig until I cut the head off of this giant. I feel the Holy Ghost in this building right now. Conviction is about to move in this service. And there's some young people that are hanging in the palace. Uh, and tonight is going to be a make or break service for somebody in this building. Uh, I don't want to get to a place uh, where the vow has become so common. Uh, and I'm so used to the things of God that preaching goes forth and it doesn't even move me anymore. Uh, the vow had become a, the end of a joke for Samson. He touches the unclean thing. He's eating honey from the unclean thing. And he's making riddles about it with Philistines. This was just a game. And continually, Simpson, raised in a truth, God-fearing home, uh, raised only ever knowing cleanliness, uh, is continually chasing after Philistine women, uh, continually trying to figure out how people in the world are living uh, and what the world's got to offer, uh, and continually looking over at what the Philistines are doing. Uh, the, the very ones uh, that God had anointed him to destroy. He spends his whole life trying to become one of them. Did you hear me, young people? The very ones, uh, the very things uh, that God has given you power to overcome. Uh, we often spend too much time uh, trying to taste it, uh, trying to play with it. Uh, he, would, he was the man uh, that always wondered what life was like for people without a vow. God, deliver this generation uh, from always wanting to know what the world's like uh, and how they're living. Uh, brother, it ain't worth it. Uh, get a hold of what you got. And because it was a game, Simpson plays games with it. And the anointing, you know, I've said all this so I can start preaching right now. The anointing became to Simpson like a garment that he could put on when he needed God and take it off when he wanted to hang out at Delilah's house. Come on. This was the man that would be sleeping with a harlot and get up and put the anointing on and walk off with the gates of the city. And he started getting into a dangerous cycle. I can play with sin. 
And I can go to church and still feel the presence of God. Come on. Come on. He, he was a dangerous game because Samson felt like I could go to Delilah's house and do whatever I want to do. And when I need the anointing, all I got to do is do this a little bit. And I begin to feel the presence of God on a Sunday night church service. Samson, you don't realize that the long-term maintaining of the anointing of God is directly connected to the depth of your convictions and your consecration. There will be a day when it runs out. But he's laying there. Three times she'd already pressed him. And more times than that that we don't have recorded. As the Bible said, she daily vexed him. And he keeps hanging out with the very ones trying to rob him and destroy him. And she's not even subtle about it. I see young people playing with stuff and they're not even subtle about it. Delilah's not even trying to disguise it. She's told him up front, I want your anointing. I want to know where your power is. But he keeps playing with it. Uh, thinking I can control this uh, I can handle this uh, because just like other times uh, at other times uh, I would leave Delilah's house uh, and all I had to do was shake myself and that anointing was still there good I can still feel the presence of God so he goes back to Delilah's house just weave the hair into the web and he's getting closer and closer and don't even realize what he's doing. Because at other times when he's played this game, I can just shake myself and the power starts coming. Then he would go back to Delilah's house one more time. And she would begin to play with him and to toy with him and to try and sap him. And then she would say, the enemy's upon you. And he'd jump up and he'd shake. Ah, there it is again. Ah, I'm back at a youth service. I feel the presence of God. I'm still good. I've still got this under control. There's no date. My parents don't know what they're talking about. That pastor doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm, I can do this stuff. Look, it's not hurting me. When I pray, God's presence is still there. Huh? And I'm, when I shout, God's spirit is still moving in the church service. Huh? But one day, huh, he went to shake himself as at other times. And it wasn't there like it used to be. You can play with it for so long. And there's finally going to be a day when you're going to jump back into your little routine apostolic mosh pit where if we get everybody juking and jiving and putting them on the back and just get them moving around, we think there, we've really had a good church service. I'm just going to preach it like I feel it right now. I am sick and tired of the juking and the jiving and the dancing being a cover-up for filth going on in a youth group. Because we're raising up a generation that's real good at getting everything going while they're laughing and talking, and it's just become a big fun. This is just what you do at church. Huh? But they don't know how to pray. They don't know how to weep. Huh? And we wonder why we're dealing with spirits of fornication. We I'm going to preach it right now if I hair lift the devil. I we wonder why we're dealing with carnality. Huh? We wonder why all this is going on huh? because we get them moving, huh? but we ain't got their heart moving, brother. Young people, hear me. Huh? Before you learn to dance, huh? before you learn to leap, you better learn what intercession and prayer is all about. Huh? You better know. 
My God, I feel something breaking right now in the Holy Ghost. Uh, come on, I'm preaching to some young people in this place. Hear this, preacher. I'm your best friend right now. You're playing a game that's far more dangerous than you realize. Because I've always wondered how young people could jump up and down and be sleeping together on a Monday night. It's just going to have to lock up right now because there's stuff like that happening in this youth group. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. Samson, you've got too much potential in your life to be acting foolish. You've got an anointing that nobody else has, Samson. God's got a plan for your life. Why do you think Delilah's trying so hard to get you in the cycle that you're in? Oh, I hear you, preacher, but you watch. I'm going to go up tonight, and I'm going to do my deal. And the presence of God's going to be there. But there's going to come a day that if you don't get a hold of what I'm preaching soon, you're going to shake yourself and it ain't going to be there like it usually is. Come on, I feel it happening right now. God's talking to somebody in this building. Come on, young person. Feel after the Holy Ghost right now. Come on. This is a trap where some people under the sound of my voice uh, are living right now. Uh, too many apostolic young people are playing too loose and light and free uh, with the things of God. Uh, that's how you can jump up and down on a Sunday night, young man, and still battle pornography. Because it ain't your vow. And you think, I'm okay because as at other times, uh, all I got to do is shake myself. All I got to do is get down front with the guys and do our little deal. Brother Cox, you're against shouting. No, I'm against fakery. Boy, I'm in so deep, but if these young people hear me, I'll help you right now. We don't need your talent before we need some commitment from prayer life. We've got a real problem in Pentecost when our worship service is loud and our prayer rooms are quiet. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. We've got a real problem in youth service. When our music is loud, our worship is loud, but pre-service youth prayer meeting is dead. Brother, we've got to get a revival of the altar in us, young people. You've got to fall in love with the altar. I've been here before. This is just like all the other youth rallies. I'm just going to get up front and do my normal deal. And I'll feel that old touch of God. And I can go back and just keep doing what I'm doing. It's still there. And what you don't realize is you're one step closer to them scissors cutting your power out. is it that young people can jump and run around and on the way home already be watching stuff on their phone it ain't because God wasn't there and it ain't because the preacher didn't articulate it good enough and it ain't because of lack of shouting but it's got a whole lot to do with lack of what's going on in here 
I'm not interested in raising up a generation that's noisy but powerless. Uh, but I am interested uh, in raising up young people that cannot be shaken. Uh, that says, let me talk to you about other times. Uh, at other times, uh, I go to the altar, God moves, I get the victory, and I don't go back. Uh, Somebody lift your hands and love Jesus right now. Come on, I feel something happening right now. Come on. Come on. We all go to good churches. Let me just tell you, young person, your church is going to have good church even when you're not doing right. The danger of that is you can go to a good church like you do and there's going to be people worshiping and there's going to be people praying and there's going to be people shouting and you'll be living in sin, but you'll feel the presence of God based on what others are doing. And you'll be like Samson and not even realize that it's not even there anymore. Come on, young lady. You're selling your purity too short for that worthless boy that don't care about you. And you're thinking, I'm just playing a little game. The devil ain't playing games. Samson Delilah's coming for your life. And Samson don't even realize the value of what he had until his eyes are gone, his power is gone, and he's in the devil's grinding house. Just a shadow of a former anointed warrior for God. Why do young people always wait till hell has robbed them of everything good God gave them before they realize? Why does it take rock bottom before people decide it's time to go to the altar? Why don't we go to the altar while I've still got my anointing and I've still got the presence of God? Instead of waiting till I'm just a plaything in the devil's grinding house. And what a tragedy to go to hell with Acts 2.38 ringing in your ears. What a tragedy to be in the Philistines camp, grinding at the mill house, remembering the days when all you had to do and there wasn't a devil that could stop you. Somebody in this building, you're that close from the scissors making the final cut. And if you don't get a hold of God in this service tonight, when it happens and you find yourself in that pit grinding, you're going to remember this preacher. That at the moment you were thinking he's crazy, you were saying I can handle it, you'll remember this preacher. I'm not here to be hateful, young people. I'm here to fight for your soul tonight. You know why Samson Delilah's after you. You've got something so powerful that it scares hell to death. 
but I don't want to just have an occasional move of God when I shake myself uh, while I'm spending most of my time at Delilah's house. Uh, but I want that Samson, uh, if you wouldn't have played the fool, uh, we'd be reading more stories about Samson than we do the majority of every other Old Testament character. Uh, nobody had the call he had. Uh, nobody had the power he had. Uh, and nobody else uh, had the lack of self-conviction that he had either. Uh, at least when David fell, uh, he knew I'm going to crawl back to the altar and stay there till I get victory over this. Uh, but what a danger uh, to get used to playing with sin and still feeling God. Hi, oh, God, somebody lift your hands right now. Come on, young people. Come on. We don't need the whispers. Samson, hear the voice of the preacher. God's got too much invested in you to keep playing with it like you're playing with it. Oh, it's just another youth rally. Samson, the Philistines are upon you. I've been here before, uh, and as at other times, uh, I'm just going to shake myself. Uh, but Samson, uh, today's not like every other day. Uh, this time, uh, you're missing something. Uh, this time, uh, you played one day too long, uh, and now you're shaking yourself, but it's not there. It's not there. I used to be able to just do my little jump, uh, and I'd feel something. Uh, I used to be able to just weep, uh, and I'd feel something. Uh, but now, come on, I feel something happening right now. Come on, come on, Simpson. I'm preaching to young people. I know, I hope this ain't for the majority. I see there's two types of people in this crowd right now. The ones that don't need what I'm preaching, but you should still be up here anyway, settling some stuff. And the ones that need what I'm preaching, but are trying to act like I'm not talking to you, trying to act like you've played the game so long uh, that you don't feel anything right now. Conviction bypasses you. You're the very ones I'm preaching to right now. Uh, you don't even realize what you're playing with. Uh, you think all I got to do is have a Sunday night shout and I'm good to go. Brother, you better get a little deeper than that. Come on, I could keep preaching or you could get to this altar as fast as you can. But if you're going to pray, don't look around, don't whisper, don't mumble, don't do your normal little routine. I'm preaching to a backslider. I'm preaching to a young person on your way out right now. I'm, I'm trying to get in between a young person and hell tonight. I'm trying to wave a flag and say, come on, come on, Samson, snap out of it, son. Snap out of it, young lady. Snap out of it, young man. You keep flirting like that. You keep filling around with him. You're going to lose something that you're never going to get back. Snap out of it, Samson. Uh, snap out of it. Oh, I hear you, Brother Cox. But I've faced this battle before. As at other times, all I've got to do is come up front tonight and just shake myself a little bit. No, no, no. You better get a hold of something, Samson. Get out of that aisle. Come to the sides. Get in this front. If you're going to pray, do it right. Don't come up here and whisper. Don't come up here and try to look cute. Don't come up here and play. We're in a battle for your soul, sir. Young person, we're in a battle for your soul. If you're going to pray, pray with all your heart. Pray till you pray through. Pray till you lay sin down. Huh? Don't just try to pretend like it ain't there. Name it. God, this is where I'm dealing with. You know what Delilah's house is in your life. Huh? God, I'm not going to Delilah's house anymore. Huh? God, I'm not doing this anymore. Huh? I don't want to ever get to a place where the shaking stops working. 
Come on, let it go. I need some moms and dads to help me pray. Come on. You don't know the hell your young people are fighting. Come on, Simpson. Make it your vow. As at other times. I've been here before. All I got to do is my little routine. Don't worry, girlfriend. I'm coming back. Don't worry. I'm still going to do what I want to do because all I got to do is shake myself. Some of you don't realize how close you are to shaking yourself and it ain't going to be there anymore. Come on, pray. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to weep. Give me some convictions. This is my vow, and I'm not playing games with it. I'm not going to wait till I'm in the grinding house. I'm not going to wait till my eyes are gold. I'm not going to wait till I'm backslid and got sex diseases. I'm not going to wait till I got addictions. I'm not going to wait till I've lost my sanity. I'm not going to keep shaking myself while I'm still playing around with Delilah. I'm going to get in the altar and I'm going to pray till I pray through. Come on, young people, pray. I know this front is packed. Young lady, I plead with you, lift your hands and pray. Somebody may need to change your relationship tonight. Somebody needs to get, a, get out of the edge. Come on. You know too much to go to hell. God's got too much invested in you. God's got anointing for you, Simpson. Quit playing with it. I hear you, Brother Cox but you don't know what you're talking about, preacher. I've always been able to shake myself. I've always been able to slip around and do what I want to do and just go back on Sunday night and shake myself. Come on, you're playing a dangerous game, Samson. That's it, pray, 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 pray. Every voice lifted. If you're in this building and you can hear my voice, don't look around. I need everybody praying. Elders, pray. Preachers, pray. Young men, pray. Mom and dad, pray. I don't need whispers. I don't need people looking around. It's time for some young people to get a hold of this tonight. Come on. Come on. Don't just shake yourself and go back to Delilah's house like you have at other times. Get in this altar and pray through. just do your pretty little pretend. Don't just do your little smile with your eyes closed and do your normal routine. You're playing a dangerous game. This is a battle for your soul. We can't afford to lose anybody else. We've got to have revival. We've got to have young people that are dedicated. Come on, Simpson. This ain't as other times before. You're not going to have the power for too long. You've got to get a hold of this. Don't play with it. Come on, young sir. God's got too much invested in you. You're playing a dangerous game. Don't play with sin. Come on, come on, pray through tonight, young man. Uh, come on, young lady, I plead with you. Don't sell your virginity. Don't sell your purity. Come on, uh, you're playing a dangerous game. Uh, come on, this is more than a shout. Uh, this is more than a shake. As at other times, I'm gonna shake myself. You better hope that God doesn't leave you
Come on, pray, pray. Young man, pray. Don't you pray till you feel better. Pray till you pray through. Don't just pray at it. Don't just pray half-heartedly. Forget about who's around you. Open your mouth, empty your heart out. Young lady, pray till you pray through. Don't just pray to your normal stopping point. That's why you've been messing with what you're messing with. Pray till you pray through, Samson. young man you've got a call of God on your life don't throw that away 
Come on, young lady. God's got so much invested in you. Don't throw it away for anybody. Come on, come on, don't you do it. Don't you do your normal routine, Samson. Don't just say, well, as at other times, all I gotta do is shake myself. Don't you do that tonight. Somebody needs to pray till you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to pray till you're broken. When's the last time you prayed till you said, God, anything in my life that's not right, I'm getting rid of it. When's the last time you prayed till you spoke in real tongues and tears ran down your face? Come on, young people, pray. Pray till you pray through. There's things happening right now. You hear this devil? You hear this devil? I hope you're watching this altar call. There's some young people that are saying enough playing games. There's some young ladies getting a hold of something right now. Come on, somebody's gonna be anointed. Somebody's getting a hold of something right now. Let it go. Come on, there's another wind of the Holy Ghost right now. From the front to the back, if you've got the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift your voice right now. Huh? Come on, we need to push in this altar call. Open your, there's people praying. Huh? I want you to pray against hell. Huh? I want you to pray against the spirit of Delilah. Huh? I want you to pray against the spirit of comfortable. Huh? Come on, pray it through. Devil, get your hands off of these young men. Huh? Devil, get your hands off of these young ladies. Huh? God's raising up an army. There's gonna be prayer warriors. Huh? God, pour out a spirit of boldness. Come on, that's it, pray. Every voice lifted. Huh? Throw your head back all over this building and pray with everything you've got. Come on, there it is, it's breaking. Come on, let it go, let it go. That's it, that's it. Let it break loose in your heart. Do what you feel in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, break the stronghold of hell. Break every lie the devil's telling somebody. God's got too much invested in you. You can do this, young man. You can be anointed, young lady.
and grace visit you right now. Let grace abound. Let grace abound. Let the help of the Lord give you victory in your soul. Sing it together. I will be what you've called me to be.
one more time together. for your word we want to thank you for the work that you've done in our hearts we thank you for your peace we thank you for your power we thank you for the truth we thank you for saving us thank you for reaching us thank you for rescuing us thank you God our brothers and sisters keep them with your hand of protection let your favor be upon us let us walk in your will in Jesus name we pray amen can we put our hands together and thank the Lord for what he's done hallelujah 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 praise God praise God praise God praise God Praise God. We want to say a great big thank you to all of you who have come, been a part of this service. How many is grateful for the word of the Lord that was spoken to your heart tonight? To every minister, minister's wife that has come, we want you to know we love you, we honor you, we appreciate you, and we're grateful that you chose to be in this youth rally. Every pastor that has supported this youth rally thank you for coming being a part all of the members the various churches in the area God bless you amen thank God for what he is doing in the Gulf Coast amen we rejoice in the blessings of the Lord we pray God's wonderful anointing upon you to continue to bring revival and truth to this area amen again we're going to have announcements uh, that are rolling but if you need direction to the gym you want to go be a, uh, a part of the fellowship and fun there. We do have uh, food prepared. There's no charge if, if you want to go. Uh, any and everyone's invited to go. Uh, they'll be rolling the numbers up. Uh, and also, uh, I want to remind all the ministers and their wives that we do have arrangements made with Bourbon Street. Um, that is the cafe at the truck stop near the interstate and so we invite all of you to join us there and um, thank you for coming thank you for making this youth rally what it has been and if anybody wants to help us stack some chairs we need stacks of 10 God bless you you're dismissed
Hey, just, can I have your attention? Just in case you want directions, it's really easy. I know the uh, signal's not working in here, but for those of you who wants directions, you take a left on Highway 26 here, Elton Drive. Go all the way north to Walgreens. The signal at Walgreens, take a right. Go to the first stop sign. Take a left. Church of Christ is right there on the right. So go to Walgreens.